0: UCSB's Associated Students Subcommittee, Pages for Individuals in Prison, collected hundreds of books during this year's book drive for incarcerated individuals as a part of AS Human Rights Week. KCSB's Sierra Vanderbrug speaks to Project Director Julia Chin and Publicity Co-Chair and Education Chair Mina Basmaki to learn more.
1: I'm Julia, pronouns she, her, hers. I am the Director of the Pages for Individuals in Prison Subcommittee of the Associated Students Human Rights Board.
0: And I'm Mina. I'm a third year English and Religious Studies student. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm part of the founding board slash committee and I now serve as the publicity co-chair and the education chair.
2: Could you begin by telling us a bit about Pages for Individuals in Prison and how it got started as a subcommittee of the AS Human Rights Board?
1: Yeah, so um, I joined the Human Rights Board my second year of college as their special projects chair. And our advisor, Tim, had been in communication with uh, the director of AS, And it came to our attention that there was this project started by a board member um, in about like 2016, that era who wanted to have a, a book project where this book project would provide books to people who are currently incarcerated. There are several different projects like this across the country. It's a really strong like, network of programs and um, someone had started this project by reaching out to about a thousand people who were currently incarcerated and unfortunately never finished it. And at the time, it was still like within a good, like a decent time range where maybe we could pick it up again.
0: You know, it was really unfortunate, the circumstances under which we had to create this kind of a project but after we began logging the letters you know some have been sitting for years and it's really heartbreaking to open them because some really needed resources or books like urgently and so there's that element of sadness to it but after we finished like logging and opening all those letters now um, we're at a place thankfully where we can start getting in new letters and starting a new process over again and so it's it's been very encouraging
2: How did the book drive become a part of AS Human Rights Week?
0: I think PIP is unique in that we're trying to simultaneously situate ourselves within different contexts of course we're trying to build relationships with various kinds of prisons and like do very tangible work with the people who are requesting books at the same time we're creating relationships and connections to other book projects and trying to like learn from them and then perhaps most importantly you know before pip it's always as pip like we are part of associated students we're connected to a college community and so In navigating these different contexts, we thought that, you know, we do have the funds to get books elsewhere, but what better way than to really engage Isla Vista and UCSB students and really take it from like a very grassroots level um, up to
1: the national level that we're working on with the prisons and the other book projects and things. To add to the logistics of that, I would say with the Human Rights Board, I don't actually think the book drive was a part of Human Rights Week like Um, like exactly planned together but it fell within like kind of the same time period which um, plays really nicely off of it and the human rights board is so supportive of what we do and in turn we're really supportive of what they do of course because we work very closely together but as far as community oriented like Mina said getting the community involved was you know several purposes a to just get books but b get our name out and like three actually um, create like a partnership between the community and on multiple levels that was really important in addition to just of course sourcing books for um, folks who are incarcerated which is the actual um, first first and foremost nature of what we do
2: how many books have you collected thus far and what has the logistical process been like for collecting the books
1: It was hundreds of books. As far as logistics, the AS Human Rights Board does not have an office space. So the logistics part was picking up these books from various locations. Um, People who donated either could put them in bins in front of the USEN, or we had some members go around to people's apartments, do contact lists, Pick up an IV where, like, they let, let uh, leave it outside, and then we pick it up. And once we picked that up, it became where do we store them? And so our team of um, PIP is amazing, and so many people graciously opened their apartments and their homes to kind of like even adopt a box system where they take a few boxes of different categories or genres or just books in general um to store in their homes and then they bring it to whenever we do a packing event
0: we up until this point we really took for granted how capacious books are in and of themselves there are so many different kinds there are different categories from like fiction to history to self-help etc and so because we were getting such a plethora of different kinds of requests we also recently created a like an official librarian position and so we're actually starting to record keep and start categorizing books and organizing them so we're a baby group right now but we're getting there fingers crossed
1: yeah, and if I could add one more thing with the logistics um, point as far as like the prisons themselves, the prisons are unfortunately really strict about the kind of books that are let in. The books, even though a lot of them are secondhand, ha- they have to be in your perfect condition, you know, but there can't be new writing, there can't be tears, no mold or mildew, uh, no, you know, uh, graphic violence or nudity on them. and. And they have to be paperback only, which takes out a large chunk of books available to us. So really props to Lizzie and Pip on the communication standpoint for getting that out to the community, the exact specifications. And I would say 80 to 90% of the books we were able to use, um, which is pretty impressive considering, you know, um, like most books are hardcover, especially when it comes to college students and textbooks. So that was really cool yeah
0: and when it comes to the books that we can't use we're starting to build relationships with local bookstores and other kinds of organizations to see if they would be offering if they could offer like trade-ins and things like that so that to touch back on like the community aspect of them involving it and really entrenching ourselves has been a really good learning opportunity
2: um you mentioned that you have packing events for the books would you mind discussing a little bit about those and how those work
1: Sure, I can start. We just actually had our first one of of the year the other week. Um, Obviously with the pandemic, there are a lot of extra safety precautions, uh, but these packing events have started because one of the partnerships that Nina talked about is the Prisoners Literature Project in Berkeley, California. And they have been doing this kind of work for over 50 years. They are one of the most thriving, successful book-to-prison projects Uh, That I'm aware of in the country and they've been such an invaluable mentor and resource to us. And so as part of this partnership, we, um, since we're just starting out, they agreed to have us um, use some of their letters that they had received and due to COVID too, they're, they're a bit behind or they were a bit behind. I think they've caught up mostly. And as like sort of a trial packing run for us to use their protocols, which are tried and tested and approved, for the most part, um, because prisons are, like I mentioned, they're really strict about this kind of work. Using their procedures, we pack specific to the letters request. So um, important to the letter is making sure they're responding as best as possible to the request, uh, making sure the books are in good condition, and then as always writing a very personal note because we want this process to be as humanizing as possible. We don't want to be just another system within a larger carceral system.
2: You've touched on this already, but why is it so important to increase book access to people
0: who are incarcerated? that we have a very adversarial legal process where unfortunately if you don't have the resources to hire a lawyer a lot of your self-representation and self-advocacy you're just placed in a very weird bureaucracy and you're forced to like work through it with language and ideas and laws that are very out there and so a lot of the requests that we get honestly aren't for books but they're for legal primers and legal resources and it's like Really disheartening that it's through a book project that someone could get an email address or a website to find public defenders and things like that. But in the meantime, I think that book projects really give access to opportunities that can potentially change people's lives either in a way that they can finally get legal resources or in an escapist way sometimes people just want to read fiction and they want to have fun or sometimes they want poetry or sometimes they want radical histories and so we don't ask questions about what kinds of books people want we don't ask for them to self-identify their crime we're just here to help them help themselves thank you
2: and um where can listeners go to learn more about pages for individuals in prison and how can they get involved?
0: Um, we actually just created an Instagram and so we're very excited about it. It is at pip.hrb.ucsb and we plan to be very active in that. We're going to start doing lives of our actual packing events and we're also going to be starting to post research and like more education side of things and so people can follow along there. Um, and I'll let Julia talk about how to join.
1: Yeah, actually, we're coming up on spring quarter and spring quarter is what we do for recruitment. Um, At this point, we currently have like a core board and that is kind of like responsible for the logistics like in having different positions. But I envision post COVID that potentially even if you're not like a, a core board member that we would have um, public packing events. I don't want to speak for next year's board. Um, but that could be something that's also coming down the pipeline. In addition to if we have any other book drives, we'd love the support. Um, but more importantly, I would say to folks out there who are interested in what PIP does, get educated. The Marshall Project has some wonderful like resource lists. And um, like, like daily, weekly emails, and that's just one person that's doing it. And there's actually a book that Pip is gonna be a part of writing a chapter, but hopefully it's coming out, I think in 2022, on these uh, kind of book-to-prison projects across the country.